Welcome to Finance to Futurist, a side trade podcast series on how innovation, data and AI are disrupting order to cash. Hi, this is Natalie Silverman for Side Trade. Welcome to our inaugural episode of Finance to Futurist, a side trade podcast series on how innovation, data and AI are disrupting order to cash. The journey from tactical to strategic order to cash starts with optimizing data, technology, and operations. Now, CFOs can turn order to cash into a data-driven strategic advantage. Our weekly podcast will feature finance futurists, industry innovators, and fintech collaborators that think differently about digital transformation to help evolve the CFO into the chief futurist officer. Please welcome SideTrade's chief product officer, Rob Harvey, and Chief Technology Officer, Mark Sheldon. Good morning, Rob and Mark, and thanks for sitting down for Finance to Futurist. Hey, Natalie, Rob here, yeah. So, Chief Product Officer at SciTrade. Last 20 years, I've been involved in a number of finance and commercial-based roles, always within the order to cash space. Uh, And I guess what I've seen over that time is some trends that I'm really happy to share with you and the audience today. Yeah, morning everyone. So I'm Mark Sheldon, I'm the CTO at SideTrade. So I look after all the technology. I spent the last 10 years or so working around the AI predictive analytics space. So I'm really excited to talk to you guys today. All right. Well, this is the inaugural episode of Finance to Futurist. So thank you guys for for being a part of this. I wanted to get right into it. So some people might want to know what exactly does Finance to Futurist mean? I mean, I think, you know, over the years, you know, I've probably had a lot of different engagements with many, many different types of organizations, both in terms of, you know, UK customers, but also international companies, corporations worldwide. And I think, you know, one of the things that I've seen from all of those engagements is the office of the CFO is really changing and it's changing quite rapidly. So certainly, you know, we're we're seeing a shift into areas, you know, often referred to as digital transformation, where, you know, the finance back office is taking a far more important front row seat, having to move away from more of the traditional accountancy and, you know, statutory reporting functions, which are all still very important, but looking for new ways to help the organization transform at a digital level. And of course, that's, you know, being fueled by many, many different challenges. They're very much, you know, that move to centralized sort of finance operations, you know, trying to introduce touchless processing, things like that. Of course, trying to address uh, working capital needs and trying to make sure the business is, is working uh, as efficiently as possible without errors. So I think, you know, those challenges have definitely surfaced over the years and becoming a futurist in this space is definitely an area that, you know, the, the finance leaders I speak to are, you know, very keen and excited to get into. Well, let's dive into a little bit more specifically on order to cash. And so, Mark, I'm going to pass this question over to you. How has order to cash evolved throughout the years? And in a way, how does it mirror side trades origin story? As I like to say, kind of, well, you know, we'll talk a little Star Wars here since we're talking futurists, but what's the origin story of order to cash? And I think where has it evolved over the years? Yeah, really interesting. So I think if I start from a technical point of view, we've definitely been on a long journey. And I think this really started from day one at SideTrade, where we always set out to be a cloud company. So 
rather than being on-premise, we always focused on delivering a single piece of software to our customers that was cloud hosted. So this meant that we collected all of the data in a central location. And this gave us a big advantage when it came to looking at data. So then when the big data kind of boom happened, lots of people were focused on how they can collect data together, how they can aggregate data together. And we were in this position where we had a lot of data that was being pushed into our cloud. And we started on this journey to aggregate it, to consolidate it and to match it into kind of single data lake. And then I guess the next phase of this was looking at how we can start to get value from this data and get value to our customers. And we started on the journey of looking at computing things like SPI, side trade payment intelligence, computing benchmarks and using this huge pool of data that we've collected to deliver value into the product. And then I guess we we took this an, a step further. So looking at case AI, predictive analytics was then becoming the next big thing. And I think this is across the market. Everyone was really excited about all the data they've got and looking at how they can use tech and AI to really drive more value from this data. Uh, and this is where Sidetrade made some strategic acquisitions and we invested a lot in data science and AI. This is where Amy, Amy, our AI engine was born and we looked at how we can use AI to really supercharge the experience in the product. So looking at things like how do we recommend next best actions for collectors, looking at how we predict insights that we don't have on, on different buyers and different experiences, different expectations around payment, all of this kind of stuff. We were looking to use AI on our data lake to drive value. So it's really gone through this journey that's aligned with how technology and people and processing power has evolved over the last few years. I don't know whether, Rob, you want to add anything from a kind of order to cash point of view? Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I think, yeah, technology aside, I think if we take this back to sort of some of the basics, so, you know, I still see many organisations today that are working kind of at what we would call credit collections 1.0. So, you know, these are organisations that essentially, you know, use predominantly Excel spreadsheets. They download static information coming from their accounting platforms and they rely on, you know, human people, credit control teams, credit management teams, et cetera, to, to interpret that data and to take some decisions about what they should do. So Sightrade, you know, was able to help those organizations prior to that big data explosion and that analytics explosion, you know, just by providing workflow and rule-based automation, you know, that really helped to sort of manage the coverage. But it was flawed in some ways in that it was still very dependent on human decisions except now humans were putting rules into systems and creating workflows and saying, you know, try to replicate what I'm doing, but do it always the same for every type of customer. So this shift that Mark talks about, you know, being able to move to, you know, leveraging big data and being able to leverage things. If I take this, this, this use case further, now you can use the experiences of the past from a data perspective to, to make informed decisions going forward. As Sidetrade, we like to say our customers are working at Credit Collections 3.0. 3.0 means you're using behavioral analytics that are driven from an algorithm, essentially, to make recommendations about the best collection action to perform or which customers' payment habits are changing in some way. And by working this way, you increase efficiency within these processes from that 1.0, which is you know, virtually completely unmeasurable and inefficient, upwards of 60 70% in productivity gains. So it can be a, a huge step change 
that's very measurable. And I think, you know, that's very much where we've gone from, from a, an origins perspective here at Sidetrack. Well, guys, you've brought up a, a topic that I like to talk through. It's about moving from tactical to strategic order to cash. And again, getting back to the name of the podcast around futurist, I feel like sometimes people think this only applies to the CFO and the idea of digital transformation, but why are data and innovation and some of these topics, why are they both important to the CFO, but also to the credit and collections managers? For me, people, processes, technology has always been an essential kind of recipe for any kind of change in management, change improvement with any function. But it needs to go one step further now, and that's about being taking data-driven decisions. And this data is being used and accessed by people at all different levels for different use cases. So whether I'm a CFO that's trying to understand at a top level where my exposure might be within the credit risk, let's say, of my organization, or I want to understand a little bit about you know, where the top opportunities lie for improvement, down to the operational view, which is, you know, hey, I'm responsible for a set of accounts or a set of companies. And it's my job to ensure that those companies are adhering to their credit policy, adhering to the terms that have been set out in the contract that's been offered as part of their services. So, you know, being able to use this data to drive insight and to drive actionability directly at each of those different types of profiles just makes complete sense to me. And as I said, you know, I don't want to say re-engineering processes, looking at organizations should go away. Absolutely, it's a, it's a key building block for any of this change management. But I think, as I said, you know, taking this data-driven dimension within that process, I think is you know what we're talking about right here. Well, the final question I have for you both is, if you had a crystal ball, what do you predict is the next best thing for order to cash? What, what is the future of order to cash as you see it? I think from my point of view, it's what we have done so far with the data that we have available to us is really just the tip of the iceberg. So I think there's a huge potential for using more of this data across the whole order to cash process. And as we say, we talk about Amy, we talk about different metrics that we've put in place, but then this is really just the starting point, in my opinion. And I think this is going to give birth to what we kind of describe today or starting to describe as more collaborative intelligence. So using the power of this data and network to really step change efficiency and performance and delivering more and more features and benefits to our end customers. So I think this this idea of utilizing this data further and further to really supercharge all of the different steps and different parts of this process. I think this is what the future really holds in this space. I don't know whether, Rob, you want to add any kind of more specific use cases that you could see? Yeah, I mean, I just shared quickly there a collections use case, which, you know, I think makes perfect sense of the challenges finding efficiency there and improving your DSO. But you're absolutely right. We need to extend this into the wider order to cash arena. And I'm convinced that in the very near future, this collaborative intelligence will be available at each step of that order to cash process. And maybe to give a couple of examples, you know, if we start at the front of the process around risk management, you know, we have a huge amount of data built up within Sidetrade that can tell us a lot about the way customers are trading with their suppliers. Are they extending credit lines? Are they reducing credit lines? Are they adapting scores? And it would be really cool to know that, hey, one given buyer is doing this with many suppliers. 
that would be something that would be really, I think, informative to be able to provide a real-time insight for anyone trading with those. Move it through the journey. Let's look at orders. Let's look at invoicing. These different types of uh, documents often are delivered through many different channels, be it email, through portals, you know, different types of EDI integration, et cetera. And Sitrade can help a lot today with that delivery uh, and connectivity. But I think the data is very useful to help organizations improve that part of the process. We would be able to provide you with, this is the preferred delivery method of an invoice, let's say, or this particular buyer accepts invoices in their portal from suppliers X, Y, and Z. But currently, you're currently using postal mail. And that doesn't make sense because you can move automatically to a more efficient rail when it comes to issuing your invoices in this case. We've talked about collections. Dispute management, I think, is another area which is super ripe for collaborative intelligence. You know, which organizations are raising disputes? Have they got high dispute rates, maybe in certain industry sectors? Can I detect problems in the supply chain ahead of things that maybe I'm about to supply? Because that would be interesting. Obviously, you can have a, a knock-on effect if you're dealing with a product that has a long supply chain between many suppliers and buyers until it reaches a final product or service. And then, you know, moving further forward into payments and cash app space, again, I think the use cases are very clear. What's the optimal payment rail? You know, could I tell a particular customer, hey, if you move your particular buyer here into this payment rail, I know they pay other suppliers with that rail. You're currently with check. Let's move them onto a wire or a credit card payment. And that's going to benefit you with this level of efficiency or this level of improvement. I think, you know, that's a real kind of bit of collaborative intelligence that can stay. And then into the cash apps journey, you know, can I pull the remittance more efficiently? Can I get the data from that remittance? Is there a particular buyer who gives his remittance advice to some of his suppliers, but not to you? All of these different data points across that journey, I think, can be easily mapped found within the data, but then served back to the individual users involved in that section of the order to cash process and make the journey more efficient and streamlined across. Thanks, Rob and Mark, for your insights into the future of finance. For Sidetrade, this is Natalie Silverman. This has been another episode of Finance to Futurist, a Sidetrade podcast series. Make sure you catch every episode by subscribing to our podcast on Sidetrade.com or through your podcast platform of choice. Thanks so much for tuning in. This podcast is brought to you by Sidetrade and is for general information purposes only. All rights reserved.